Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week... Okay, we are coming off a of bye week. We didn't record last week because it was a bye week and there was a giant snowstorm that was trapping us in. But you guys don't care. What you care about is what we all care about is that we beat Michigan State University in football 44-10 to 10, and it was glorious. It was a beautiful day of college football this past Saturday. It was kind of, like, warmish, which was, like... No. Yeah, it was. No. It was. It was, like, warmish. Like, I wasn't wearing a winter coat, is what I'm saying. I was, and I was cold. But I I will... I'll find... I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. We'll find a little compromise. It was cold, but it wasn't windy or rainy or snowy. And it was sunny. Yeah. That's... Sure, hand. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho... When, like, people think, like, it's going to be a beautiful, like, fall, Midwestern-y, like, game of, game? (laughs) Game of college football, like, that's what it was. Um, That's true. And I just, it was a wonderful time. For, like, the most part. It, honestly, it was a great day of football, and it's one of those weeks where I wish we were just a college football podcast, because I just want to talk about everything, but I also like being a specific Michigan football podcast, because we can just spend a whole hour talking about how Michigan beat Michigan State, which is what we're about to do. So, want to get into it? Sure thing. (laughs) Sure thing. So, I feel like the first thing to talk about is the offense just looked really, really good. Shea Patterson probably had one of his best games of the season. He threw for over 300 yards for the first time in his life at Michigan. Michigan. Specifically (laughs) Specifically at Michigan. He has done it at Ole Miss's pass. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, that's why we're all like, hooray, but then he hasn't done it since, so... Oh, that, we were like, hooray, when we realized we got him. And then, by extension with that, Shea also broke the record for a Michigan quarterback um, in passing yards against an MSU team. He yes. passed Tom Brady, which is, like, of course, like, a big deal. Um, and having a record at Michigan is kind of cool, too. I don't know if it's, like, in the, like, record books itself as, like, an actual thing, but, like... <laughs> You can, like, have some, like, clout with that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially, like, when you throw in a name like Tom Brady, and I don't like Tom Brady, but I understand the game, so. Well, it's it's one of those stats that, like, sounds impressive when you hear it. Like, you just don't think about it too long. The more you think about it, you're like, okay, whatever. But if you don't think about it for too long, it's a really impressive stat. Uh, but, yeah, no, Shea Patterson, I honestly think he had his best game that he's had at Michigan so far. I think so, yeah. Which was really nice. But, like, I... Personally, when I was watching the game, I have since gone back and watched, like, decent chunks of it, but when I was at the big house, I was telling Hartley during the game, I'm like, nothing from this game has really surprised me, which I think is good, because Shay never really frustrated me, they weren't doing anything weird, State looked bad, but State's looked bad all season, so and I did that one weird vibe, though. What weird vibe? Remember, with, like, Dylan, and, like, oh, Shay like was, like, cat. hidden, yeah. and then, like, we're like, is Shay out there, and then... It just, like, went backwards, like, four million times, and then it was, like, intentional grounding. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, was, like, that whole thing was kind of weird. I really, But that was, like, I, the only, like, weird part. Yeah. <laughs> but there was also the, like, silly that. part when, like, MSU, like, punted it, and then, like, DPJ went to, like, return it, and then <laughs> he, like, fumbled it right where, like, MSU, like, had just, like, um, punted the ball, so, like, they really just got the ball back, like, where they started, and it was kind of silly. But the thing about Michigan is... Yeah, that was only silly because we were up by so much. But the the thing about Michigan is when they do weird things like that, it's very on brand. It's kind of true. Like, it wouldn't be a Michigan football game if something like that didn't happen. I think this was, like, a perfect game for, like, not, like, the critics necessarily, but, like, I guess the people that were, like, really frustrated with Shea, like, 
I don't think, like, anyone had, like, anything, like, negative to say about, like, his performance because he did, like, really well. He was 72% um, with the completion attempt ratio, and I think it was, like, 20... What is the exact number? Uh, 24 of 33. Um, He threw for 384 yards, um, like Hannah mentions, his first time doing that at Michigan. And, like, what was the stat vibe? It was, like, he had, like, maybe... 12 of yeah i think it was like 12 of the 24 were like for more than 15 yards that that doesn't happen like, very often yeah that doesn't really happen um that often he also um threw for four touchdowns which is like i i i love the whole game like i was i felt like a proud <laughs> like, like the whole parent. sport or like that specific game because oh, i was just for like, like shay i was like i'm your biggest fan right now <laughs> but i was just kind of like i love college football as well oh like, i was like i love shay <laughs> I, I think a few things are coming to light, which, first of all, we all kind of suspected that Shea Patterson was injured at the beginning of the season, and there I was think... There was something so off. Yeah, there was something off, and they kept denying that he was injured, which I don't think gained them anything, because then we we're like, okay, well, let's blame the head coach, and let's blame the offensive coordinator, but... Or, like, also, like, blame Shea. Like, everyone thought he was terrible. Yeah, exactly. And I think since then, they've admitted that, yes, he was injured, and it was hindering him, but... It is so blatantly obvious right now that Shea was injured at the beginning of the season and that his abilities were just really, really minimized because looking at him playing now and then looking back to the Shea Patterson that played against um, Wisconsin, but like especially like Middle Tennessee that played against Army, like those are two different players. And I think it's just so clear right now that this is the Shea Patterson we were excited to get from Ole Miss. Like in, he's had time to develop. He's used to this... Um, coaching scheme now and he's just like this it, this is a good quarterback this is exactly what michigan needed it just sucks that it took the majority of the season to get him there yeah so shay really loves michigan because he mentioned that he wish he had more attempts at msu which yeah is like really adorable i wish he did too. too i'm not too i'm a little nervous going into next year with quarterbacks but we'll get to that later well msu will In probably life. be like a firestorm so it doesn't really matter well, that's true. I guess specific, specifically <laughs> against MSU, but in general. The other thing, though, was that Harbaugh had a quote today at the Monday presser where he was like, you can't plant potatoes one day and expect to have potato salad the next day, which is, like, the most Harbaugh quote I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but what he meant by that was that, um, like, at the beginning of the season, we were all so mad at Harbaugh and so mad at Josh Gaddis and so mad at everybody because we're like, we have this new offensive coordinator. Why aren't we seeing it clicking immediately? And now we understand that in certain situations, it does take some time. He planted those potatoes and we're <laughs> finally having the potato salad, but it did take half of a season. Um, I just think at the beginning of the year, especially, like, if you look back at our Wisconsin podcast, we're like, it shouldn't take this long. Like, we've waited too long. But I really do think the offense is truly hitting its stride, like he said it was after Iowa. And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm finally feeling good about Michigan football, uh, especially, like, with regards to Josh Gaddis. I'm starting to think Josh Gaddis was the right hire. They, it was just, it was a little bit of a sacrifice. It was an investment at first. You had to wait a few games for him to really get his handle on things sorry i just had like an idea so okay what was your idea i'll, I'll be discussed at like a later moment. okay <laughs> <laughs> um but i also um just to go off of like that kind of idea like i know like a lot of us have like been like openly like admitting like not like we were wrong necessarily but like how we reacted to the michigan of this like or the like within the first, like, four games especially, um, 
we've seen like such like a complete turnaround and like I know like a lot of us were like very like cynical about like how like the team and like Harbaugh were all like no like everything we're like on our way to like making potato salad and we're like <laughs> no we don't believe that you're like making potato we're, salad like, the potato salad should be here by now I'm hungry I'm exactly sorry. and um but they were really just making the potato salad the entire time and like we were all fools and now we're all like I don't know. Like I've I've been, I've been having fun, which is like yeah weird and like I've honestly like as like weird as this season like started out like this season has also like gifted me like two of like my favorite like Michigan games like probably ever like no, in all honesty like I mean I think Michigan is the most improved team in college football right now. Just in the sense that Wisconsin feels like so long ago. Like, that just feels like mm-hmm. a completely different team that was out I there. Oh, and, maybe not like a different season now. Maybe like potato salad season. Yeah, no, literally like potato salad. Like, they finished the potato <laughs> salad in the locker room at Penn State. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've been like eating it because like yeah literally they were like i think the potatoes were still like bulbs at the time against wisconsin and now we have like a full-on like a good potato salad but i genuinely think this team like this potato salad could by a long shot be penn state's potato salad and could probably beat wisconsin's potato salad like wisconsin's potato salad fell to like illinois potato salad so like (laughs) there's so like the the potato salads in the big ten are all getting like mashed together but it all that is a lot better than they used to be (laughs) now i really want potato salad i know it sounds really good i know where do they have vegan potato salad Huh? Where do they have vegan potato salad? Perhaps it's like... Oh, Veg Cafe. In, oh, cool. In Carytown. Okay. If you're looking for some potato salad that's vegan, go there. Yeah. You can bring it to me. DM me for my address. <laughs> um, what else? Did, did, I don't know. Um, well, one thing that we noticed is that, like, our previous theory, because is that everyone... Well, okay, this isn't the theory, but everyone kind of unanimously will say that Nico Collins is the most talented receiver on our team, but Ronnie Bell is our leading receiver because Shay just loves to target Ronnie Bell. So before, we're like, clearly Ronnie Bell and Shay are in love um, in mm-hmm. the sense of, like, throwing like, the football to each other. But there's, like, but, drama on Love but, Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I was like, yeah. Um, So it was, like, pointed out to me that, like, while, like, Ronnie Bell is, like, probably the love of, like, Shea Patterson's, like, life in terms of, like, a quarterback and a receiver. Like, Ronnie Bell has 610 yards, like, on the season. Which um, is a lot. Which is, obviously, he's, like, the leading receiver <laughs> for our team. Yeah, it's a lot for a Michigan team that but, with a million receivers. But, yes, what's the but, Harley? He has no touchdowns on the season. So this might be a conspiracy, not but, a conspiracy. No, it's a but conspiracy. Like, Why does Shay not want Ronnie to have a touchdown? Is it like Shay's like you can I, catch this ball, but you better not get a touchdown with it? I don't think that's the like goal. <laughs> that's what they say in the huddle. Shay or Ronnie, I'll throw it to you as long as you don't get a touchdown. But only DPJ and Nico can get the touchdowns, and like sometimes with Tariq. And oh, <laughs> no, like, maybe like one time, like a few times, like the tight ends. Yeah, yeah, the tight ends, some, and then, like, often, but in, often the running backs. But more than often, it's like, I'm going to hand this ball to Zach Charbonnet. Which, but not against Michigan State, because they do have, like, a little bit of a defensive line. That was the thing that <laughs> I was, like, like, I know, like, we're going off of this. But, like, um, I don't think we cracked um, no, we 100, didn't crack 100 yards yeah, r- rushing, which is, like, 
it's like weird because it's like you know the Michigan like football team like that's <laughs> all we do is like hand the ball off and then like somebody like runs it, but like that's like our entire offense. But like sh- they were letting like Shay throw the ball, and like I think I love that the most. I do too. I think it was beautiful. I uh, I think it was necessary for that game. I mean, going into that game, the Michigan's D line is kind of the only thing that they might have possibly had on Michigan, and like it, I. Don't, I would have been upset if we were running the ball too much, but it is nice because we really do have, like, a good run game and a good pass game at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we're playing Michigan State. You feel like you kind of have to put that little, like, thing on it. You're like, I know it's Michigan State. Like, we had to do against Rutgers. We're like, I know this is just Rutgers, but our pass game looks good. Um, But, yeah, they're able to adapt to the teams they're playing, which is not something we could always see from Michigan. Um, They're... Yeah, we didn't see Zach Charbonnet or Hassan Haskins much at all, and I kind of missed them, but I was like, oh, this is nice that, like, when when we have to, we can throw to our really talented receivers. Like, it's so simple and so obvious, yet at the beginning of the season, it just wasn't happening, so mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see that. And then hopefully, like, we see some, like, Ronnie Bell touchdown in our future. Mm, I would love that. It was, like, when we really wanted the Tariq Black touchdown, and then he got the first touchdown of the season. Aww. Yeah, but that's because they kept, like, taking them away. Yeah, they kept taking his away and then, like, taking his, like, legs and feet away. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we just, like, really wanted it for him. Yeah. But we just really want it for um Ronnie because, like, like also he had that touchdown in his hands that he, like, let slide Shh. through. <laughs> so I want him to have Shh. one that he keeps in his hands. <laughs> okay. Um, Another thing to talk about is that there were, like, unsportsmanlike conduct calls up the wazoo. <laughs> And, like, unnecessary <laughs> roughness as well. Yeah, which, but, like, that was just because of the, like, hatred between the teams. But, like, specifically more, like, the passion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harley <laughs> wanted us to discuss that there was passion. There was so much passion. <laughs> you, like, you could feel the rivalry, like, um, and even though, like, MSU was just, like, our punching bag for the day, like, um, they, like, it was, like, peak like like hate mode like no it was and that's what like i think ow my earring is poking me that's great um that's what i think is so funny about this rivalry that i love so much because michigan likes to get up on this high horse and be like it's not even a rivalry like little brother like we don't even think about them and like we're in their heads but at the same time they were talking so much trash on twitter before the game or i don't know if it was after the game for sure on twitter before the game at the press conference ambry thomas had some quotes like, there was so much passion, so much hatred. It it felt like a rivalry in all aspects besides the game itself. The game itself played out like Michigan Rutgers, but <laughs> everything else played out like a rivalry. Um, yeah, and I think, like, well, honestly, I have to, like, go back to, like, the very first, like, few minutes of the game, like, when MSU, like, went up. Like, I think my main concern before this game, like, even started was I was like, this is, like, literally everything to Michigan State. Like, yes, their season it's like Avery is, said it. It's their Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Their season, literally in the toilet right now. They're not in a bowl, so, like, maybe they're just, like, a toilet. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> this, I was kind of, like, nervous in that regard because, like, they blew the game against Illinois, and then, like, this was, like, this game is everything to them, like, in all honesty, like, they always, like, want to, like, talk smack and, like, prove something. I don't know. But, like, this 
when they went up seven, like, oh, I was like, oh, man, like, this is the kind of game it's going to be. But then, of course, like, we're like, no. <laughs> well, I, okay, but, going off of that. But initially, like, just because, like, everything was a little shaky at first, but that's just, like, peak Michigan. Like, you know, come off a bye, things are kind of rough. I mean, luckily it wasn't, like, the same, like, with Wisconsin. But I I know a lot of people had, like, something to say, like, in the first quarter. But once we got our, like, heels in, like, we were going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. But also, like, it was a different vibe of a Michigan-Michigan State game because I know that Michigan State scored first. But I never had a moment in my mind where I doubted that Michigan could come back and win. And I think every other even last year we like to talk so much about Michigan State and that they only got 94 yards on us I did not feel confident for a moment of that game it always felt like it was just like right like Michigan State could grab it right away from us and I did not have that feeling at all this year and also I think it's the first time that Michigan has covered against Michigan State in like 10 years or something like that it was really (laughs) yeah it was genuinely like the the only time that I've watched a Michigan-Michigan State game in my life that I felt, like, confident that there wasn't anything Michigan State could do to come back and win. And even when it was within, like, you know, a couple scores and Michigan State theoretically could, it just felt like Michigan's game from the beginning. And that first play, like, it didn't seem indicative of how the game would go. I didn't think it it wasn't be. I was just, like, I thought that, like, mentality of, like, the rivalry would be, like, it completely, like, in play. Like, Michigan State would be, like, pulling out, like, all the stops, mostly because they got embarrassed the week before. And, like, obviously, like, this is a huge game, um, like, within the state. And so, like, I didn't think that MSU would, like, win in any capacity. But also, I was just, like, I don't know if, like, we'll be comfortable. But then, of course, like, I knew we were the far more superior team, and that is completely, like, true, just based off of, like, all the stats, really. Yeah. In terms of, like, offensive output, turnover, like, turnovers that we got, like, from, like, a defensive standpoint. Like, we just rocked the game. And, like, MSU, like, never really, like, had a chance to, like, even make, like, an attempt to, like, make it interesting or, like, win. So that was fine with me. I didn't mind. But, like, at first I was like, I don't really like how this is going. (laughs) I mean, I was really nervous before the game started. And, like, the whole week before when everyone's like, um, like, or the whole season when everyone's like, well, Michigan will have Michigan State, like, Notre Dame and Ohio State are the questions. I was like, no, we, this is, like, Michigan, Michigan State you're talking about. It doesn't matter which team is better. Like, it comes down to, like, flukes and weird things but luckily this game was one of the few michigan michigan state games that genuinely came down to just like a football game and who was the better team um michigan but i also feel like it's kind of fluky because i was like why have we performed so well against like two rivals thus far (laughs) yeah so the fluky thing was that michigan played up to his potential in a rivalry game right (laughs) crazy (laughs) um but that was the thing like with like the notre dame game and this msu game like We've, like, put our, like, foot on, like, both of their necks and, like, did not let go, like, at any point. Which is so uncharacteristic for for us, like, just in terms of, like, where, like, the program was heading. Um, Because this would have made more sense in, like, you know, maybe the first or second year under Harbaugh. But, like, we, like, saw that, like, kind of, like, go away. But, like, this, this year we were just, like no <laughs> well I, that's what's like so confused like I, maybe to the outside world it's like no like that's what you're supposed to do but we are so used to teams that like 
perform so well against like medium to bad teams and then get really hyped up against their rivals like there have been so many times that Michigan has been favored at least hyped up against Notre Dame Ohio State especially Michigan State and then lose like we're used to getting hyped up and then losing those games that were hyped up for us when we get hyped up and then play exactly to the potential that everyone predicted it's like wait what we didn't just completely drop this and like embarrass ourselves like I said, like, two of my favorite games that I've ever witnessed. Honestly, yeah. Um, and I I don't, I don't know. I'm, like, hesitant to, like, say, like, how this could play out. But for the very last rivalry game. But I'm pretty sure we'll talk about that maybe later. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, I... Because people, it's just, it's becoming more and more part of the conversation. Yeah, and I'm still, right. like, neither of us are ready to get our hopes up at all. But it is, like, I think as Michigan fans, we're all protecting our hearts. And we're like, no, like, there's no way this could happen. As part of the national conversation, people are kind of starting to look and be like, if anyone, well, obviously, there's only one team left on Ohio State's schedule that could even have a, the tiniest chance of it. And so everyone's kind of looking at that for, like, who can mess up the playoffs. But it is – people are looking at Michigan, and Michigan is legitimately looking like a good football team. I'm not ready to make any claims or, like, get my hopes up whatsoever, but it has the potential to be a football game at the very least. I think that's the only thing that I've, like, considered is that it – if you asked me, like, post-Wisconsin, I probably would have said that we wouldn't have scored a touchdown against Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, but – I think it will be at least a really – the only thing I'm hopeful for is that it's, like, a game and not something that is, like, soul-crushing, but it will be. I don't know. They're, like Hannah said, like, I'm going into this, like, with a very, like, guarded, like, heart and mind because I like how we've done thus far against um, rivals, but also I think, like, Michigan State is definitely having, like, the really, worst season ever. Like, a down season. I mean, they were 3-9. and nine, like, That's true. They'll be, like, 6-6 six six probably ago. this season. Um, and um, Notre Dame is just so overrated and dumb. <laughs> so, like, in that regard, like, but also, I don't really know if, like, Ohio State has, like, proven themselves against anyone, like, worthy. So, like, there's that. Rutgers scored more on, more on them than they did on us. That's a good point. But also, <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's... There's no... I think... There's no reason to think that Michigan should, like, based on purely stats and stuff like that, there's no reason to think that Michigan should have a chance against Ohio State, but I do see how, from a national perspective, it's an interesting storyline to look at, because it's the only game left on either of their schedules that means anything. I mean, clearly, we are playing Indiana next week, and I don't want to overlook that. Indiana's a good team this mm-hmm. year, and Michigan has a habit of falling to teams exactly like that, especially like, on the, the road. for the first time in, like, God... I don't even remember how many years it's been. It's a long time. They're bowl eligible. More than 15. What is their record right now? They're 7 and 7 and 3. I think that's that right. That sounds right. Um yeah, I don't overlook it like that game could that looks like a Indiana is usually the trap game. Exactly. It's always not always, but like it's been recently the like second to last game of the season and like I don't. I wasn't comfortable with it last year. That was the one that was like field goals galore, and it, it just kind of sucked. Game. Yeah. Um. Good for Jake Mooney, but like the game as a whole was. It was cold ugly and, too. It was ugly, cold, and I didn't like it. It was stressful, but didn't. In all honesty, like since like we're not really not like 
don't want to be like we're not playing for anything but like we kind of like aren't playing for anything like we're not gonna make the playoff we're not gonna make the big 10 championship like at this point i don't really care about like if we okay. drop an l to like indiana <laughs> so that's i think that's the like main thing is like the only thing like we really have left are like these rivalry games and like i'm kind of like just fine with that well, so we do have, like, a shot in the dark to, like, play in the Rose Bowl, maybe, but, like, there would be a lot of things that are out of our control yeah. that would have to happen there. Even, like, the playoffs, you can still conceive a way we could make our way in, but none of it is in our own hands. I agree with you. I was thinking that, too, about I don't care if Michigan loses to Indiana. Obviously, I would walk that back in a heartbeat if they did lose to Indiana, because yeah, I'd be so upset. Be <laughs> but it, it is true. The only thing we have left to play for is beating Ohio State and messing up Ohio State's playoff chances. That's literally the only thing left for our season. I know as players, like, every game is its own game and you want to win, but, like, I'm not a player. Um, And I was, like, in terms of, I don't, like... If Michigan dropped to Indiana, they would have, well, they could respond to it one of two ways. They could either, like, it would be a morale ruiner and they would go into Ohio State even worse, or they would want to come back and redeem themselves and they would be even more motivated going in against Ohio State. Uh, I, you don't drop to a team just because, like, you want to have a different storyline going into the next game, but I, I don't know if you tank and make sure that Shea doesn't get injured and... All of that, obviously, that would never, ever happen, and this is, like, the hottest take we've ever had on the podcast, but, like, <laughs> I don't see a great reason why you shouldn't rest, like, make sure no one gets injured for the Ohio State game, put Dylan McCaffrey in. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, not afraid to say that either, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> obviously, we know what she looks like when he's injured, like, don't let him get injured. Yeah. And, like, I... I don't know, but also I'm, like, really, like, hesitant, like, with giving, like, any of the starters, like, a bye because... They get sleepy. It's, like, not good. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, like, we're just, like, usually, like, slow from the start, which is also, like, not good when Ohio State is, like, super fast-paced and... And Shay's just kind of slow. <laughs> not just Shay. Like, everyone's just kind of slow and you're like, oh, wait, I had to play football. Let me just waste, like... 15 to 30 minutes before I, don't I like, think decide to play again. A Harbaugh's a great motivator. <laughs> like, in terms of, I don't know, I don't see him giving the most, like, electrifying pregame speeches and halftime speeches. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's Maybe they need to, like, unrelated. call the guy that, like, gave the speech at halftime at Penn State. I know. I literally feel like Chase Winovich walked in. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I would be surprised if it was anyone else. No, they were eating potato salad in the locker room. That's my new theory. Okay, cool. Um, so like today we've decided to become potato salad. Yes, we're no longer potatoes. Uh, what was I gonna say? Mm. Oh, <laughs> what was your favorite moment of the game? My favorite moment, moment of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Can I, like, say the, like, Cornelius Johnson touchdown? Oh, yeah, that absolutely. That was, like, really cute and adorable. Um, I also, I don't know. I really, 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 really loved when Shay passed the 300-yard mark. You were so happy. I was so happy. She's been, like, hoping for this all season. I, like, that's all I've wanted all season, all Christmas season. Aw. And I... I just loved, I loved everything Shay did, pretty much, and it was so beautiful to see. 
That was my favorite part. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> this is one of your discussion questions you put down. Should we apologize as a Michigan fan base to Shay? At this point, I think we should. I think we owe apologies to a lot of people because we, did, like, we like, didn't know they, Shay in this they were just back in the kitchen brewing up their potato salad, and we were like, "Hurry up!" And they're like, "This is slow cooking." And also, it was like really cute because like, um. Shay, like, went to give the, like, game ball to, like, Harbaugh, but then, like, Harbaugh, like, snuck it into his backpack. Yeah. And I was like, this is the cutest thing in the whole world. That was, that's so I cute. didn't see it, but, like, no, but, it's like, so cute. about it is cute. Yeah. Uh, I think I want to apologize for, formally to a uh, certain Jim Harbaugh, to Josh Gaddis, to Shay Patterson. And, like, I don't know if I was ever mean to our receivers. I don't think I ever was. I think I was, like, Shay throw better. Um, oh, I kind of want to apologize to our offensive line, but, like, not really, because they were not actually, really. like, bad before, and, like, they... It, they're just, like, okay. Yeah, they're just, like, Mediocre. fine. Um, I'll apologize to... Maybe, like, the defense sometimes. sometimes. It just depends on the day. <laughs> I mean, I'll apologize to Don Brown, because I, like, feel bad whenever I say anything mean about him. Um, I'll apologize to everybody I, like, intoxicated with my bad vibes after our losses. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, oh, I like this question that you had. Mm. Um, is the season a win or a loss with the rivalry games, but no CFP and no Big Ten championship? So, so like, what I'm going for with that is, like, can we, like, deem this, like, s- entire season yeah. as a win or as a loss? Like, obviously, like, for example, like, people thought that last year was, like, well like basically any like Harbaugh seasons have been like a losing season because we haven't made the CFP we haven't gone the Big Ten Championship and we haven't beat Ohio State um I mean we're currently like on that same projection but like some people are like really like considering this they're like is this season a win or a loss because we really have handed like these two rival rivalry games that we've had so far like really just like handed it to them and like I I don't know currently I I kind of see this as, like, a win. And, like, regardless if it's, like, two or three, that's still 66%, and that's passing. So, like, <laughs> and I, I've done many classes that, like, barely passing. So, like, <laughs> I think it's a win. <laughs> um, I think it all comes down to that last Saturday I of the season. I think it does as well, but... I, going into the season... But so far, it looks pretty good. It was kind of a little discussion question, like, going into the season that people would talk about. If Michigan doesn't make the college football playoffs, it, it would be... It was, like, a question, like, if Michigan goes, like, 3 and 10, but they beat Ohio State, is this a winning season? And, like, everyone, I at, think at this point, is like, yes. Regardless at, of, like, what the record is, if we beat Ohio, it's a winning yeah, season. Yeah, if Michigan it has a losing season, if you beat Ohio State, it's a winning season. I still stand by that. Mm-hmm. I also think if we had, if we make the playoffs but lose to Ohio State, that's a winning season. But I think you got to do one or the other. Um, especially because Notre Dame and Michigan State aren't having the best seasons right now. It's great that we were able to beat them, but I don't think those are necessarily, like, narrative shifters in terms of how we're going to view this season as a whole once it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, retrospectively, I think it's going to come down to that Ohio State win. If if we don't beat Ohio State, which I'm not confident we will, I think we're going to look back on this season like, oh, that was fun when we beat a decent Notre Dame in a horrible Michigan State, but, like, we lost to Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State, which, honestly, those three are effectively our rivals at this point like in terms of like i will no not in terms of like not in terms of like their rivalry games or we hate them but those are the teams that 
Like, those were the re- revenge tour games. Those are the teams within the Big Ten that constantly give us a run for our- I mean, I guess the mm-hmm. best way of putting it, they're the best teams in the Big Ten every year. Not every year. They're the best teams in the Big Ten right now and last year. And those are the, those are the team games we're most nervous for going into the season. Mm. In terms of, like, historically, no. Yeah, no, um, not, definitely not historically. Penn State and Wisconsin were probably two of my more liked teams. Not really Penn State, though. I don't really like them. Um, are, you, are you honest? I know it was, like, probably difficult for me to, like, say this, like, now, but, like, in the current moment I'm feeling it, but, like, I I don't know. I don't think, like, if we, like, drop the L, which I'm pretty much confident that I'll probably be seeing an L, um, <laughs> it's... I don't think I'll, like, necessarily look back at the, like, Wisconsin and, like, Penn State because, like, I don't, Wisconsin, like, I don't, I think if we played them, like, now, we would beat them. And, like, mm-hmm. Penn State, that one hurt because we should have. We should have. And, like, I don't necessarily, like, feel, like, that much, like, pain towards those games anymore. Um, mostly because, like, we've just looked, like, an astronomically different team since then. And, like, I... I don't think I really like, consider it when I think about the season as like a whole, um, mostly because like it's nice to see like a spark and like motivation and like drive for like games that like mean something to this team, like mm-hmm. you know, um, into the program just like in terms of like history, like we're playing to like where like these rivalry games like stand and like it's nice to like see that because like we're when we got like blown out against like wisconsin and like we lost to like penn state like we're like okay well we're there's nothing much more we can do with this season in terms of like at broader like hopes of like a successful season as like the big 10 championship and the college football playoff but like i think like somehow they like hunkered down and we're like this is what we want for this season you know Mm -hmm. and i think like attacking like that gonna like change the narrative for how i saw like harbaugh's like fifth year so far like yeah it's not gonna be a a winning season in terms of like the things that we should be achieving as like a program and Mm -hmm. like as a michigan but i don't know there's just something like different about it this year that i don't know i think like even going like 10 and 3 i wouldn't be disappointed yeah uh i i don't know i would have at the like at the beginning of the season, sure, I would have been frustrated with another ten and three season, but like at this point, I'm like, do you think it's because hmm. how, of how much this team has improved this season? It's easier to buy into the narrative of rebuilding year. I don't think it's rebuilding year. So well, <laughs> I don't think it's easy to like buy into that narrative. I think that's what it is. But like, I just mean in the past when it's ten and three, and they're like, oh, it's a rebuilding year. Then we're like, but like how like what do we have to rebuild from but now I'm like I've genuinely seen improvement throughout the season and Mm -hmm. I have confidence that they are getting better so I don't really mind losing to three teams as much as I would in the past I think that's a better way to say yeah yeah um okay do we want to move on to basketball or do you have more you want to say here like the do we like Harbaugh again Oh, I mean, I think that, like, oh, do we, do you want to answer that? Do we like Harbaugh again? Do we like Harbaugh again? I think where I was, like, going with this is that, um, like, I've 
probably been talking about for the last, like, ten minutes is the, like, rivalry games that we've been in. Um, how we've just, just like, completely, like, run up, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and shown, like, absolutely, like, no mercy and just, like, this kind of, like, tenacity and, like, pettiness. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's more, like, emblematic of, like, a Harbaugh of Harbaugh's past. It really is. And, like, people are, like, thriving from it. And... So, like, that begs the question, do we like him again as, like, a fan base and, like, an entity? Maybe just us. Maybe the podcast. Do we like Harbaugh again? (laughs) I don't know if I ever stopped, but I guess you could probably pull up old podcasts and I, like, clearly did stop. (laughs) Wisconsin. Um, (laughs) Post-Wisconsin. I I don't know. I, I do. It is nice seeing Harbaugh have, like, some of that energy back and that that's all really exciting i think i'm more just like winning but yeah i do i guess yes i do I like so harbaugh more i will call both of us out because both of us after wisconsin both said like if harbaugh was offered a job to, in the nfl we would like be like yeah take it mm. both of us said that and you can listen to the old podcast if you want to confirm it but like at this point i'm like okay maybe don't leave maybe he, stay that's we true. like you you know and i mean it is, like, recency bias because I think if Michigan fell to Indiana next week, as much as I say that I don't care, like, I, I don't know if those feelings would come back up. But I think I the thing so. I'm noticing the most is that when Harbaugh has weird quotes in press conferences, which he has all the time, he'll just have, like, <laughs> weird things that make no sense. Potato salad. Pot- potato salad made sense. But, like, it, it <laughs> but... I don't know. There, there was a phase when he first got hired where I'm like, this dude's hilarious. Like, this weirdo's at Michigan. I'm so excited. Like, let's hear all the, like, weird things he has to say in press conferences. And then when he wasn't winning, I was like, shut up. Like, you don't, you haven't earned the right to be quirky. Like, you have to, like, just shut up and win. And now I'm back to hearing his quirky things. I'm like, Harbaugh, I love that guy. He's our coach at Michigan. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think I have started to like Harbaugh more. Um, all right. That's kind of it. That's it. I think. I mean, oh, just like a little cute tidbit is that the like recruiting classes like 2019, oh, well, 2016, um, have a winning record against MSU. That's Three. adorable. Yeah. I love that. Cute. I love that a lot. Um, it, everybody on the roster has a winning record against OSU, which is fun. I mean, MSU. 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 No, <laughs> nobody, nobody no one has, in the past, the past like, like decade years <laughs> has a winning record against and basketball which we're about to discuss so the biggest thing i want to say for basketball which makes me kind of sad and no one's really talking about it because it's not really news but isaiah todd confirmed that he will not be signing with michigan during the early signing period which doesn't mean he's decommitted he can still sign during the regular signing period it's just kind of like scary because if he knows he wants to go to michigan why doesn't like literally the only reason you wouldn't sign is to keep your options open so, that's, like, kind of, like, please stay. But on the flip side, Zeb Jackson did. That's true. That's, that's true. That's kind of cute and adorable. So, yes. like, welcome to Michigan officially. I know you you were already committed and, like, we retained you. But, like, we are very excited to see you. We sure are. And we love anyone that comes to play basketball for the University of Michigan. But also, like, yeah, it people are, like, nervous and concerned about the Isaiah Todd thing. But also, like, he says he's, like, and his mother are both, like, yeah, we're committed to Michigan. But it's, yeah. like... Like then sign, but yeah, please. but the whole thing is like, yeah, it's like a little nerve wracking. But I'm pretty sure like another vibe that was like I'm going to the school like also didn't sign, so like 
I mean, as a player, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Why would why would you commit yeah. yourself early when you could still keep all your options open? Exactly. Even if you don't want to look at other schools, it's like you might as well. But it's mm-hmm. just kind of I think it's it more as a projection on me and how or as me projecting my apprehensiveness or apprehension towards this upcoming season because I'm like I don't know how great we're gonna be and I don't want Isaiah Todd to see it before he signs <laughs> uh but speaking of which Michigan has played three games so far this season and won all three of them Aww. which is more than Michigan State can say but also they had to play Kentucky but yeah, also but Kentucky sh- lost yeah. to a weird vibe that it, like oh they did who was it Evansville Evansville yes so uh, college basketball is like not like in a low, but like like tough programs that you would like normally think of, like the Dukes, Kentuckys, and Michigan States of the world are like kind of like sagging a little bit. So like college basketball is gonna be like wild this season. I'm so excited. I'm gonna love it. Um, so the last time we recorded, we just talked about Michigan's game against Middle Tennessee. Obviously, like Middle Tennessee. Appalachian State. I was like, same, same, go back to football. Same thing. Like, First game of the huh? season. Um, we talked about the game against Appalachian State. Um, we've played two games since then. There's not too much to unpack quite yet. They they haven't played the best opponents, and honestly, they haven't looked too great. But like, I think they've looked pretty much how we've all expected. Um, they beat Elon by 20 points, which is 70 to 50, which I guess is a big win, uh, in terms of point differentials and Creighton by 10 points 79 to 69 both of those games were just kind of like they've got to clean some stuff up before they get into conference play but it wasn't like shocking I think also in terms of like just basketball that we've seen thus far is that Mm -hmm. the game's a lot faster the guys kind of look like they're not like heavy on like the endurance aspect so they're like Mm -hmm. very tired easily and like this is just a completely like different like not, like, program, but, like, the way the games run now is a lot different than, like, what all of these guys are used to. Um, so I think, like, that'll just get better with, like, more conditioning and, like, as the season progresses. But, um, and then what was the other aspect? Um, especially with Creighton, um, the adjustment, the adjustments at halftime in terms of, like, they allowed Creighton only scored 28 points in the second half. So, like, Making, like, those kind of, like, defensive, like, adjustments um, have been, like, I don't know, something to, like, consider, like, just in terms of, like, Jawan Howard and um, the coaching staff, like, making, like, changes so, like, the game, like, runs a lot better. But also, like, when our offense, like, sags, which, like, isn't, like, completely, like, new information, um, it's just kind of, like, rough looking and, like, the other team can totally capitalize on it and, um... I mean, that... Yeah, it's it, just kind of like, you know, it's just like typical Michigan basketball stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, It's not a good shooting team. Yeah. We, like, we lost our three... If we're not making shots, we're not making shots, and, like, that's just our team. It, well, not only that, like, we have off days with shooting, but also yeah. we lost our three leading scorers from last year, and it doesn't really look like anyone in particular stepped up to fill that gap. I mean, yeah. Xavier Sim- Simpson and John Teske were our two leading scorers in the past two games, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Are you talking... Xavier Simpson had um, led against Creighton, and uh, John Teske led against Elon. But, like, Isaiah led against Creighton. He did? He had 22 points. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this thing that just had um, Xavier then. But, so, but Maybe either like way. I wrote that. <laughs> um, because of my love for Xavier Simpson. But either way, it was, like, 
Yeah, it's just no one's really stepping up like, wow. I mean, Eli Brooks had a game against Appalachian State, but like no one's really stepping up like, whoa, I didn't know that person could fill Charles Matthews' shoes. They're all just kind of doing what we do they could do, mm-hmm. which is great. Hopefully they continue to progress, but there is a huge David gap in scoring. That's true. He hasn't been getting a ton of time yet, but. No, but like what he like does, it's like pretty like significant contribution. Also, he's just like the like. What is it like mentee, the peer, the, the like, of, like little, Z- he's like he's he wants to little, be the like Xavier Simpson someday. He's like the so, training. Like, yeah, so like that's kind of cute to see. You now like enjoy that aspect. Um, but it'll be interesting like when we have like a true like a true test like Oregon and like Louisville like those will be very interesting games with like this hodgepodge of people even though it's like the same team that we know and love. Um, it does but feel like also, a hodgepodge of people, yeah, though. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? I don't know. Um, and then, oh, it'll be it'll be nice when we have Franz back. You know what I'm saying? Like we're oh, we're hanging true. on right now, which is like so cute and adorable for like Michigan and like I love Michigan basketball. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see like how we like alter with like Franz. And let's just hope that Franz lives up to the hype because we could use Franz some of that right now. Probably. We really just need we just need a shooter. His, like, wrist back. That's all he needs. Yeah, he just needs his wrist back, and we need someone who can shoot. And I really hope Consist- consistently. Yes. Yeah. It's this Michigan team has been as long as I've been a student, been like random people stepping up and having a good game, and mm-hmm. you never know who it's gonna be. But it's yeah. never the same person two games in a row. And we could just use we could use some consistency. Oh. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. Um, Michigan has a basketball game on Friday, so yes, watch see that. you there. Uh, yeah, we'll be there <laughs> together. We sure will, huh? Honey. So Brandon Peters update: He didn't play football because Illinois had a bye, so we had like a whole week to like celebrate beating MSU, which like was great. We sang to Brandon Peters. We in the really big house did because we were like, "Thank you for beating." MSU. It was like a multi-layer thing. Like we love Brandon Peters, but also like we just wanted to rub it in MSU's face that they lost yeah. to Brandon Peters. I don't think they really heard us like singing to them, but perhaps <laughs> they did. Okay. <laughs> we moved into superlatives. Superlatives. Okay. Would you like to go first? Okay. <laughs> um, the vibe, the vibes award. Um, goes to Shay Patterson. This is basically like the game ball. We're like hiding it in your backpack. So shout out to Shay with your 384 passing yards. Um, to pass Tom Brady. <laughs> um, <laughs> Passing yards to pass. Yes. Um, and for your, like, four, like, touchdowns and, like, for throwing, like, multiple passes, like, over, like, 15 yards. Like, aw. That was you cool. really vibe the vibe, Shay. Good job, Shay. Um, our Franz of the week goes to Franz. We hope you, like, get your wrist back. And, and, that-, and that you're good. And then you're, like, always super excited to play basketball for the University of Michigan. Yeah, and that you have fun. And it's your time as a student. At the University of Michigan. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we decided to give the Paul Bunyan Award to Michigan football because they retained the Paul Bunyan. <laughs> the cute award goes to Cornelius Johnson. He had his first career touchdown, and it was the cutest thing of my life because it was towards the end of the game. Like, obviously, they had Cornelius Johnson in, 
he goes for a touchdown and we're like who is that and everyone's just cheering and harley like harley and i are like who and they're like cornelius johnson touchdown and we're like cornelius johnson and it was so cute and it all was i thought like, about was like our depth charts yeah that we made, and i was like i remember we wrote him down it was so fun we made depth charts over the summer and it was funny because like there were some people that i left off because i like i only had so much room on the paper and mm-hmm. i was like i don't think this person's gonna get any playing time and like hassan haskins was almost one of them like, it's just so interesting to see, like, who we deemed worthy of our depth charts. Yes. So, shout out to you on your first, like, six points at the University of Michigan. That's so cute. Um, so, the Weird Flex Award um, goes to MSU because they arrived in their helmets, but I'm pretty sure that's just because they wanted to hide the shame of losing to <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> it was very weird. Like, three hours before the game, they're like, I'm going to wear my helmet on the bus and, like, off the bus and, like, I- into the stadium. <laughs> I think they just wanted to hide their faces. I, th- they do some weird things. They're I saw a so tweet that was weird. like, do you think D'Antonio made them wear helmets on the way back? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, to hide more shame. <laughs> um, The cool vibe to play. I like your wording there, Harley. You're welcome. Um, goes to Kalik Hudson with the blocked punt. That was, like, really exciting. I also, like, didn't see it. Um, we loved it, like, so much. And, like, granted, like, we didn't recover it, but... It still happened. It still happened. It was really cute and adorable. I, when, for some reason I wasn't looking at that instance, and then I was like, what happened? But I don't know what I could have possibly been looking at. Maybe, like, me. Maybe I was just gazing at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the Hannah's Favorite Moment Award goes to, um, (laughs) this is in the fourth quarter, and I've been trying to figure out, like, who it was and, like, why it occurred, but no one seemed to care enough to post about it on the internet, but they, like, had a little announcement in the big house, and they're like, Attention, Michigan football number 80 will now be wearing the jersey 76. 80 will become 76. And I was like, did they just have, like, a little jersey train down there? And I was so excited about it. And, like, I... You were, like, confused. I was so confused and, like, appalled. And I looked at the (laughs) roster and everything, but no one posted about it because, like, no one deemed it worthy of, like, tweeting about or anything. But I've been waiting to see some content that, like, explains that to me. And I guess nobody... Like, they just want to keep me in the dark forever. It just seems, like, so random, too. It's just, like, you know, like, when you're sitting in lunch in the cafeteria and, like, the announcing thing comes yeah. on and you're, like, what's going to happen? They really announced things like, to that's us. what it was. It's, like, in the middle of, like, a weird lull and they're, like, attention. 80 is now 76. And, and I was, like, but like, why? Yeah. I mean, maybe there were multiple 80s that were, like, there are a number of things that could have happened. I just need some answers here because I'm going to wonder about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Um, so Harley's fave moment, um, was when we, like, moved away from, like, the annoying, like, ginger man and the, like, carolers that were, like, in front of us. (laughs) It was, like, I loved the game so much, but the people we were around were terrible. Can we, like, okay. It, like, made the experience awful, (laughs) but also I wanted to, like, be, like, I really loved when we, like, recognized, like, our baseball team. Um, because I just, like, remembered, like, this summer fondly of, like, watching Michigan baseball, and when we went, when we won, <laughs> 44 to 10, like, at the end of the game. <laughs> Can I please describe the annoying people? Oh, please do. Okay, so there was one guy who was, like, behind us, then next to us, then in front of us. He was really just, he like, just circling us. Everywhere. He thought he had, like, substance to add to our game. He would, like, shout out his opinions and thoughts, but they were never good. He'd be like, <gasps> you gotta get a touchdown on this play! You gotta get a touchdown on this play! Because like, he was trying to impress his lady friend, and it was, like... No, well, the best one was, like, 
that's a pass interference. That means he interfered with the pass. <laughs> and we're like, shut up. Or like every third down, they're like, you gotta get a third. You gotta get a first down. You gotta get a first down. And we're like, yeah, that's like what you're supposed to do. Like that's like the best. Also, when he was like, you gotta run it. You gotta run it. Like right. Like run it right now, and they were like run it. And he's like, no. Why would you call such a play? And we're like, what are you doing? And then his like lady friend like went to the bathroom, and he was completely silent because he had no one to impress. No, but so here's the kicker: his lady friend like seemed impressed. <laughs> yeah, whenever he would like speak, and he was like shaking the bleachers, like we were like trembling because he was like jumping <laughs> up and down, and oh, he was like so mad. He'd be like, you gotta get a first down on this one. You gotta get a first down on this one. And I'm like. Name a third down. Was where like, you, you gotta don't... score here. You gotta score here. I was like, you're literally Shut adding up. nothing to my experience, which is how I feel about like most people who like talk at the big house. I'm like, can you please be quiet? I'm trying to watch the game. Which maybe I just need to stop yes. getting tickets and watch from home. I think so. <laughs> but it also just means that like the people you're around can literally make or break your experience because I was I was so mad. And these like I couldn't watch the game because I was like, I'm about to turn around and slap somebody. <laughs> Especially and the people in front of us—they were singing. They wrote like a song. (laughs) I, but granted, we sing a lot in the big house, and I didn't want to sing this time because I was like, "Oh my, this is what it's like." (laughs) But like, it was like at crucial like moments for like our offense. Yeah, like I kept saying, like shrieking this like stupid like choir song that they like. I think they wrote it for Michigan State, and like they were making, they were like recruiting everyone around them to sing along with them. It was so bad. I was like, our offense is on the field. We're trying to pay attention to what we're doing and to the drive. And you're out here singing like, I'm like, shut up, please, please stop. I was literally like screaming like behind them. Like, I will Venmo you money if you shut up right now. I was like saying like full volume. Like they could very much hear me if they weren't singing so loudly. I was like, guys, Shay doesn't have a very loud voice. And he's like trying to call plays down there. Can you like please be quiet so like our offense can hear his plays? And they were just like, la di da di da. We're just like, no one wants to go to your Glee concert. Please stop. We get it. You're in Glee Club. But please be quiet. Shay's trying to call a play. Wow, Maybe I it's think- like acapella. It's like Glee, like just a TV show. No, but like, is there not a Glee club? There's like the, men- the men's Glee Club. That's What's like pretty Glee? famous. It's like a glee club. It's like a it's like where you sing and dance. Okay. Or I think just sing. So like not just the TV show. No, like the TV show is called Glee because it's like about a glee club at a okay. certain school. Well, anyway. <laughs> learned something new. I guess so. I was like, I thought they were just like do gleeful. Not, so no, do like, not get like the people on the diet handing you flyers like come to the men's glee club show. No. They do that like every day. <laughs> well, they were definitely in the big house and they were annoying me. <laughs> Like, go back to North Campus and leave us alone. I can't believe you thought it was just called Glee because they were gleeful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. I think we had that all pent up for so long. We really just went off on them. (laughs) Please never be that guy. (laughs) And, like, we know we're that guy, but, like, we have a podcast, so. Um, excuse you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you're right. No, we literally, like, sang to Brandon Peters, like, the past three games in the big house. Yeah. And, like, he But, was... like, we stop. Like, That's true. We... we only sing once. That's the thing. Okay, and here's the other thing is we watch the game very closely. Like, we don't really speak when there's actually a game yeah. being played on the field. 
Yeah, and okay, we're, we're better just, than them. Yeah, we really are. We're better than most people. That's very true. <laughs> Um, and then the last award is the Windows Award. So if you were, like, at the big house, you probably heard those, like, like, Windows, like, notification sounds. I don't know how to, like, make it, but it was just, it's like, like, that like generic, like, computer Wait, noise. That's kind of good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, that kept, like, happening, like, frequently, like, whenever they were, like, vibing the, like, music and stuff. So, like, I don't know what was going on there, but it was, like, a little silly, a little annoying. Yeah. And I was like, someone get, like, a computer science major in there to, like, fix it. Not gonna lie, I thought it was intentional. I'm like, that's a weird choice <laughs> from a production standpoint. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, so we have Indiana on Saturday. We're favored by a seven at the Caramel. Obviously, it's an away game, so we get to stay home and don't have to hear the singers and the weird, like, yelling men that are trying to impress ladies. And, mm. like, I think it'll be great. I'm so glad that there are no, like, yelling men trying to, like, impress us when we watch it at <laughs> I know. I, f- I feel like all yelling men know that it, like, would not impress us. We would just be like, can you be quiet? I'm trying to watch, watch the, the game. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening, and go blue! Yeah.